Welcome to the Coffee, Cameras, and Content podcast, podcast dedicated towards all things camera, technology-related, and the influencer economy. Today's episode uh, is going to be a little bit controversial. It's definitely going to be a hot take. Um, So I've been making content for about four years now, and along that journey, I discovered this little channel you might have heard of called Think Media. Sean, Nolan, Omar. These are uh, household names if you're a content creator constantly looking at Think Media. When I first started making content and videos for real estate, I really tried to follow their advice. When I tried making content like this on another channel that I deleted, I did the same thing. What I found is this. If you listen to channels that claim to know the secret to tricking the algorithm or acting as if they have the know-how to get millions of views, I'm going to assume that they are lying because Think Media went through a couple versions before it took off and didn't find success until they started talking about making videos about being successful on YouTube before they were truly successful on YouTube. It is literally like making a course on how to get out of debt while someone is still struggling with debt and getting out of debt. I know that I'm a small creator and they're a powerhouse, right? you can dig it to the comments section. I'm sure it's going to get fried from this video and that's fine. But what I'm saying is this. If you try to replicate Think Media, Mr. Beast, Marquez Brownlee, Alex Hermosi, and so many other creators, you're not going to make meaningful content in the way that you need to. And that's because it's not authentic and it's not genuine. You're going to become so tied down to doing what they tell you to do thumbnail-wise title-wise, content-wise, and focus on writing this hook, and the the thumbnail has to get planned out before the video, and like, you can watch and see that these videos aren't, aren't really even practicing what they're preaching. I literally, how to make great thumbnails, right? Think media videos. It's like, we know that Nolan uh, did this one video where he's like, this is how you make a thumbnail really quick with nothing but your phone. And I'm doing, I already recorded this video about doing basketball. And I, you know, it's like, he's doing the thumbnail after, right? And we, we know that it's literally like, okay, they put such a precedence on giant creators and within the realm of business, generally speaking, you're going to be successful when you copy someone else's business that's already done it. That's great. That's good. You can make a living doing that. When it comes to content creation, when you try to replicate someone else's content, in essence, what you're doing is trying to compete. We'll take Alex Hermosi. Alex Hermosi does like the very quick edits and this and that, and Mr. Beast does too. When you step into that space, you're starting to compete with Mr. Beast and you're starting to compete with Alex Hermosi. And you're never going to be the best at making Alex Hermosi style content because Alex Hermosi is already there. And that's the thing, man, is like the content you're creating will start to feel like a job as opposed to enjoying the act of creating it, which is like we are creating art. I will say that, right? And I will say that out of the Think Media crew, in my personal opinion, Omar's my favorite. I listen to the Department podcast, but I'll also say I, I really hate some of the things I hear from Think Media channel and all related content. Specific example, right? We are talking about YouTube 
creators. And when it comes to doing actual productions, there's a company called Aperture that everyone knows on these smaller commercial crews where we have about four to five guys. We have a gaffer, we have a grip, we have a camera department, DP, audio guy, right? Everyone knows Aperture. There's a good chance that Aperture 300, 600s, and even 1200s are going to be pulled out during production. We have a video that's comparing a GVM light that's a 600 that's competing with the Aperture 600. The Aperture 600 light is a standard within the commercial production if you're unfamiliar with it. We do not need to be making content about an Aperture 600 for content creators, point blank. The majority of them are not going to need it. Unless we're at a level of Gerald Undone and he's talking outside and they need a ton of light to push in order to light the scene as a director of photography would, which includes getting a scrim gym up, putting it overhead, getting a negative fill on one side, getting a softbox on this big powerhouse of a light that's going to be using V-mounts and then like cranking it up as much as you can to then create that that Rembrandt lighting outside and like in essence transforming an environment that's to totally uncontrolled and making it a controlled environment. No one is really going to need to do that when making content. I know that production value is going up and within the next five years, I can guarantee there are going to be higher end creators doing it. But Think Media has always been geared towards the smaller level creator and helping people reach 1,000 subs and things like that. And even more so to drive this home, I did not find success on making content. And this channel, you know, it's not necessarily successful. This is the most amount of success I've had growth-wise doing content on YouTube. My real estate channels never really got past 15 subs. And I mean, I uploaded like 80 videos over a matter of like, you know, two years and it just, they never, they never took off. And I get that. It's a very competitive space. It's also very hard to be passionate on camera when you're doing something you're not truly passionate about. I start doing more content style like this. The last channel didn't take off and that's okay. And then all of a sudden, like I hit a point, I hit a breaking point where I'm like, I am not going to listen to Sean Cannell, Think Media or the other channels that are telling me how to make content for YouTube and cater it towards this algorithm. I'm gonna step in and start making content how I think content should be made. And from that, I have found some sort of growth or following and like people commenting and liking it. And it's really just my opinion on certain things. And I, you know, I've been around the content creation world for like some time prior to even doing it myself. I've seen people around me there's a guy local to the area named Jesse James West. He used to attend Brick Bodies Padonia. I go to Brick Bodies Padonia. The guy has like two and a half million subscribers on YouTube. I constantly saw content being made and I wanted like a part of that. I just didn't know how to do it. And then like I did what they said. I punched fear in the face, right? And I hit record. But nowadays it feels like they've kind of stepped back that motto. And they're like, part of that is because like they, they have a business to run. And I get that. And you want people to sign up for your $50 classes. And then once they see value in it, you want to move them up to the $12.50 a month like plan where you get constant coaching and various other things, right? And I get that. Uh, however, I'm finding more success when I don't obsess about the thumbnail beforehand, when I'm not thinking about the title, but when I'm putting the content first, right? And my scripts aren't necessarily the best. I, I do try to like hook people in 
but like I'm not going to do it in a matter that feels unnatural anymore. And I'm not going to do it to try to adhere to an algorithm or try to like show up on YouTube searches. I'm going to do it in a matter of like something that I'd like to watch myself. And yet again, for me, like content comes first. These podcasts have notes. I'm constantly looking at my laptop that's sitting right here out of frame. And I'm talking to you guys and talking about the things that I like. I found that bullet points are really, really, really good for podcasts. I, I do have a teleprompter for my more scripted review videos, and that helps too, because you can really hammer out a script as long as you're writing that script how you would talk, which is something a lot of people aren't accustomed to doing because we were been in school so long that we write more formally and it's kind of like meh i'm gonna write exactly how i speak it's kind of weird at first but you get used to it and then even more so you have to think like platform specific what platform do you really want to hit i've done like instagram and i help other companies grow on Instagram. You know, I think I have like a culmination of like 500,000 client views and I only have like two clients put together with that, specifically managing podcasts. Those are the only two accounts that I managed that I've gone back and like looked at like how many how many views have I given them over the course of like a matter of a year or two. And um, I think realistically, like, are these channels good? Yes, they're good, but take everything they say with a grain of salt. Because you're going to have to hit a point where you're, you're willing to make what you want to make because you're passionate about it, not because there's a good hit in the algorithm about it and you're trying to be a content creator to create revenue and sponsorship and money or because you learned from someone else how to you know make a video with a hook, with a script, with an edit, with a thumbnail, with a title that's going to capture the attention of others, right? Like you have to make it because you want to make it. And that's part of the problem, right? YouTube is was made as an outlet for creators to create things they're passionate about. And uh, I guarantee if you go search for like random things right now, knitting channels, how to, you know, everyday mechanical stuff, you know, obviously cameras are a big one on YouTube. Everyone's looking up like cameras and technology and stuff like that. Everyday tech wearables, tech reviews, how to put together like PC builds. What are the latest parts coming out for PCs? How to do audio, how to cook different recipes. Like there are so many niches that are like filled up. And that's because these people find something that only they can do and they're hyper passionate about and then start making videos about it. And the way I feel about like Think Media is it they have pumped out a blueprint to create ultra generic content that may attract, but it doesn't captivate or feel relatable. Used to watch Parker Wallbeck because he was he was relatable and knowledgeable within fields that I wanted to learn. That's going to be a person that I constantly come back to. You know, I used to watch Peter McKinnon for his photography basics, the two minute Tuesdays and stuff like that. And I thought he was the man. I liked his personality. Here's this cool dude with like hand tattoos doing photography and like giving us like tips about it. And when it comes to content, the content that's coming out, that, that's coming and right around the corner, it's all gonna be about who you really are on camera, not faking it, right? Whatever fake persona you've created in order to create content kind of has to get flushed right down, right, right down the drain, point blank. And that may be opinionated because, you know, right now I know that Think Media has merged with bigger businesses and people within the world of business like Ryan Pineda, and they're going all in on trying to help businesses like 
create a blueprint for content and churn out content after content or piece of content after piece of content in order to try to gain a massive following. And like, you can do that. You can absolutely do that. Assuming you have the money to throw behind production, you can keep doing that. But for the average person, and that's where I think like think media has splintered away from being for the average creator uh, and gone into, all right, so you've gained a following on YouTube. How do we monetize that even more? And I'm not really like a big proponent of that. Like, yes, make money through doing what you're passionate about, including like doing videos for YouTube. But the moment you start to look at this thing as a business, you're still okay. The moment you start trying to figure out how you can squeeze your business for the most amount of money, there's a problem. You know, there can be like a deeper hypothetical, like theological conversation that goes into the general thought processes of Americans and, and the way businesses are constructed and built nowadays and what it means to be business centric. That's another day. Probably never going to be discussed on this podcast, that's for sure. But a good example of this is like, Brandon Washington with his creative fam, with his creative fam Academy. I, I pay the monthly subscription. I like Brandon Washington. I watch his like live shows, the AK red Raptor VX or whatever j that just came out. That's like global shutter AK uh, 60, like some ridiculous stuff. And like, I, you know, I, I have yet to watch that live stream. I've got to hop on there and take a look at it. But like, I like Brandon Washington. I don't feel like he's trying to truly sell me on things that are going to be like a lie. The Creative Fam Academy has like a lot more video business centric videos. They also have the basics. And I just generally like Brandon Washington's personality. He's a likable guy. He's charismatic. And he gives you a lot of behind the scenes, like doing multiple Jeep shoots and various other things, man. And I think the main thing is like, Right now, there's like an anti-editing movement that's going on. I think that's kind of ridiculous. Like, you should still edit your videos and put them together. If you want to do the bare minimum, that's fine, I, I guess. I'm not really that big on that style of content. It's probably going to be more of like a younger thing and a younger movement. But, you know, just like there's no, there's no structure that's going to make what you have more alluring than what it actually is. If you're talking about boring things like finance, but you have a fun way of talking about it, go ahead and talk about it that way. But there's no content structure that's going to be handed to you in a blueprint format that's going to make it work other than like the way you do it. You have to take a look at someone like Dave Ramsey, right? Like talking about like getting out of debt and doing these things. It's pretty boring, but like you watch his videos and this guy's like fucking fired up, man. Um, it's hard not to become infectious about those kind of things. And if that's you, you're definitely going to make it. But like find something more akin to that, that like no one's really necessarily done before. Because trying to follow a blueprint based upon what someone else is telling you is never going to, it's not going to be the move. Uh, it's not going to help you. I can tell you as someone that worked in real estate and I'm going to be I'm already back in real estate. I'm already taking listing appointments and just joined a team. I'm also getting steady pay as like the director of content over there. Um, so I'm handling all YouTube, Instagram, which is like something that I weaseled my way into because I wasn't willing to go back into that industry without doing something that I love on top of that. So I'll be working still part-time at studio and doing part-time freelance stuff. And like, that's cool and fun. But one thing's for sure. And one thing that I'm preaching is like, don't be someone you're not on camera. Don't try to follow a blueprint specifically. You can take a look at other forms of content that are successful within your niche 
see what you like, take what you like, throw away what you don't like, and what you don't like that you've thrown away, add in things that either you personally are going to do and you like to do that no one else is doing, or like try to fill it up with something else. But when you're filming these videos, keep your personality front and fucking center, man. No one, truly, no one gives a shit about the persona that you've created to be on video, right? The way I talk in this podcast is exactly the way I talk in real life. I have hot takes all day, every day. Talk to my good friends, talk to my partner. Um, my girlfriend's more than happy to tell you I have hot takes all day, every day. I'm, I'm a hot take animal, if you will. I think that the only way to strive within this arena is going to be doing the same. So that's it for this coffee break. I'll see you at the coffee table next time.